Hey y'all, I'm wearing shorts. It snowed a few de- a few days ago. How am I stuttering? What the fuck? It snowed a few days ago, and I'm wearing shorts. Does that make sense? It doesn't. I'm wearing shorts. I shouldn't be wearing shorts. It's 2.04 in the a.m. I did this earlier. I figured I'm going to do another one because I'm here at my desk scrolling through Amazon Prime uh, movies, videos, and I'm talking to myself like, like a crazy person. But I can't say shit, can I? Because that's what I'm doing right here, right now, is talking to myself like a crazy person. So I figured if I'm going to talk to myself, I'm going to at least do it on a podcast, be quote-unquote productive. This is probably the least productive thing I do consistently, other than Duolingo. And I don't even do that consistently enough. But then again, I probably do that. I probably do this more than that anyway. But for a time... For a while, I didn't. I started Duolingo like win, like winter, end of year, holiday time, twenty nineteen. So, and for a while, I and before I started this, I was doing that pretty consistent. So that was the most, that was the most unproductive thing I did daily. No, I can't even say that. I play video games way too often these days. I wasted at least like three or four hours doing Forza or Injustice or something per day, it seems, at least for the past couple of weeks. So um, I just can't get my mind to fucking focus. You know what I just realized? I realized I haven't heard like the movie voice shit in a while. You know? Like I was looking at a bunch. Of, I just watched two movies, two awesome movies. I haven't seen the Truman Show ever until now. And I'm so happy I finally fucking watched it. It's so good. I think that's a, a, that immediately jumped. I, I'm going to watch it again, but that's immediately going to jump up to being like in my top 20 favorite movies of all time. And as after watching it once, it's so good. It's so fucking good. I love it. I, 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 I properly do. I properly love it. And then I watched a peanut butter. I can't fucking speak. It's almost like I'm in the movie. Uh, I <laughs> such a shitty thing to say. Uh, that's such a shitty thing to say. This movie's about acceptance. What the fuck is wrong with me? Oh, not accept. Well, acceptance, yeah, but you could accept something and make fun of it. Actually, I think this is the best way to accept anything. You know, something's really integrated when you can make fun of it, right? Or a group of people or whatever is really integrated and accepted when you can make fun of them without. It'd be like, oh, no, you can't make fun of... That's why I do the whole I'm an equal opportunities offender type shit. Okay, I accept everyone for their for their their flaws and their vices and their whatevers. And I accept every group of people, no matter what. However, you're going to catch these hands, just like the rest of us. Everyone's going to catch these hands. I'm not only going to joke about the whites or the blacks or the Asians or the Hispanics or the, uh, what else? All of them. I ain't going to joke about just them and not joke about fucking like every other one. I mean, how many, I'm only missing like what, two? Was it Middle Eastern, Indian? There are a few more, right? Native American. It's not that many. I'm going to I'm I'm going to joke about them 
and everyone. It's 2 a.m. Fuck are you speeding for? Come on. You heard you heard that car go by. Anyway, I watched a peanut butter falcon. Sir Shia LaBeouf, I Shia LaBeouf, like in every single thing he does, he has such a presence on stage. I can't think of any. I can't think of many actors who have the kind of presence that I think Shia LaBeouf has. You know. And when I say stage presence or screen presence, it's like, you think of like a lot of these, uh, I'm in the den, by the way, if I hear all these fucking cars going by, it's just the sound in here is not the best, but it's the most comfortable here to talk to, I think. Um, I, I mean, it's better than being at my desk with the, with my fucking computer whirring and shit and the sound of my chair moving and all that. I watched... This movie. See, I'm not umming this time around like I was doing in the last one or in all of them. I watched Peanut Butter Falcon. Shia LaBeouf, stage presence in fucking everything. In everything, he's so goddamn good. I can't, I can't get past it. Like, I feel like I would put him on screen with Ben Affleck and 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 who's a big star <laughs> i don't know there are so many big stars but it's like the, the big ones who are who have that stage presence and command of of the camera and shit right let's keep saying stage presence screen presence but on screen as a personality like they're or, or as a actor they just steal the show i can't he's just so gravity has such a gravitational pull on camera i fucking I love him. I love him. I want to work with him eventually. Eventually. Okay? Give it five, six years. About that. About that. I gotta figure out what the fuck I'd put him in, though. You know, he's another case of, like, a person who... He also... It, the thing about his presence, too, is, like... He ha- it's so It's so particular. Like, he has such a particular way of speaking and everything. So even when he's doing... A southern accent or uh or whatever when he was like uh, playing his dad in in honey boy or when he's like doing all this shit like all the different roles that he's had well they're not gigantically ginormously different but in all the stuff that he's done it's like not to say he doesn't have range because i think he has range he could do all the emotions he can he can he can seep in there into different roles. Um, and I wonder if he's going to end up doing a like big blockbuster thing ever again, because I know that that's like, it seems like that's the one thing he wasn't into uh, after honey boy came out. I think he was talking about it. Like the whole blockbuster, like he, that's how he made his money. I mean, what was it? Holes first, which was a blockbuster, but, and then, or, you know, it was even Stevens on, on, uh, was it Disney? And then Holes, which was a Disney movie, I think was produced by Disney or was it PG 13? I don't remember if it was produced by Disney or not, but then he did Holes and then he did, which I read some of, I don't know how the fuck his name was Stanley Yelnuts. That makes no sense. How, how, how convenient that his parents, 
And then his family was last name Yelnuts. And then his, they were like, oh shit, that's Stanley backwards. Let's name our kid a fucking palindrome. That'll not get him bullied ever. Uh, which, you know, bullying builds character. I don't mind that. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm shitty today, aren't I? Just making fun of people and all that. Peanut Butter Falcon's so fucking good. Like, all of it, every part of it. And you know what I think is it, the, a major theme of it, which in a way, I mean, no, this is not highbrow of me. Like, this makes sense. It's not like I'm a genius for, for having this thought. But there is a theme of, like, the difference between motherhood and fatherhood. You know, like, there's a... Motherhood is very caring and and... And, and, you know, of course, I mean, actually, no, both are caring, but motherhood is very protective and nurturing and all that shit. And then fatherhood is very like, you push your kid to do more and not to treat, uh, Zach in the movie, the character played by the Down syndrome, uh, actor, not to treat him like a, like, not to call him a kid, but that's the whole thing about Down syndrome is how we, in society, like, we don't call them retards, but we act like, like, we treat them like retards. Like, we don't let them do shit. We, we, we act like they're not. And they said that exactly in the movie where Shia's like, hey, yo, um, you can't just fucking tell him he can't do this, he can't do that, he, he's, it's unsafe and all that. You can't coddle him from the world because otherwise he's just going to, grow up more stunted than he already it like is inherently like you, you can't do that because otherwise you won't be able to grow you won't be able to function in a society where he's ever taught to deal with hardship and shit like that you know and that's something that as a as a dude i want to be a dad of four i that's something that's going to be, especially, I want to be a dad of four who's also wealthy enough to raise them all comfortably, you know, in the, in New York City of all places, right? I want to raise them comfortably in Manhattan, which means I'm going to have to be making a, a, quite a bit of bank. So I'm going to be living some kind of high life, right? And my kids are going to have, for the most part, their own rooms I, I'm, I'm trying to do. That's what I, that's what I'd like. I'd like my kids to all have their own rooms. When they're teenagers, I want them to have their own rooms. And with that, like, I also want, and I want to raise them in fucking Manhattan below, below, uh, Upper East Side, below Upper West Side. Like, I want to raise them below the 80th, below like 80th Street. Street? Street. Yeah, sure. In a nice ass place. I can't fucking afford that, can I? At the moment, but that's the whole plan to be able to do that. But in doing so, that brings a level of comfort that most people are most people don't have. That's a one percent. I mean, I'm gonna be a one percenter to be able to do that. That's the plan. I think I think it's gonna be difficult to to do that as a dad of a dad in, a, in raising kids who don't have to experience any hardships, you know, like they're not going to be able to, they're, they're not going to be forced to like, 
oh shit, we may go hungry today, or oh shit, like I live in a weird neighborhood where niggas be getting shot all over or whatever the fuck. Like that's not gonna be a thing that happens for my kids. Like I'm gonna they're gonna grow up in a level of comfort that no one that I know personally at least no one I know who grew up here in New York has ever really experienced in that way. You know? I mean, and not even comfort, but luxury. You know? Like, I ha- like for me, all I want to be able to do is, is raise my kids with some kind of le- level of luxury. But I do need to somehow instill in them, like, some kind of some kind of mental toughness and fortitude so and i've I've talked about this before on here i've talked about like potentially signing them up for for uh, martial arts classes or for I, i don't know for something boxing fucking mountain climbing something to steal their mind but or but or like put them like show them the ropes of like i don't know like i don't know how i'm gonna end up teaching them street smarts when or probably have a driver (laughs) like they'll like we'll probably they'll probably have like a driver and a and an au pair so i don't know how i'm gonna instill that shit in them that's gonna be difficult but this whole thing peanut butter falcon like that comes down to part of it like we don't we don't need to coddle people especially people who are who are disabled you know like it's i think it's really wrong to treat like even the or or the elderly like i personally unless they literally can't move like they can't walk like as long as they're sharp for the most part the elderly i don't i don't treat them with like are you okay uh, do you need me to hold your hand? Like, no, they want that kind of agency. And you know who tells me this all the time? My mom tells me this all the time because she works with old, uh, older people. I mean, she's at a retirement home, right? And one of the biggest things that she says all the time is like, they don't, they don't want to feel helpless. Yeah, sure, they're in a retirement home and some of them are walking with canes and walkers and shit, but it's like, you know, let them cut their own fruit or let them let them put on their own clothes or like let them bathe themselves every once in a while, like that kind of thing. Because, I mean, that's what my mom does. She has to fucking bathe them or wipe their ass sometimes, but, but she sees in them that they they hate feeling so helpless. So I imagine that with elderly people, especially elderly people who are very sharp, they they are very aware of everything going on. They're, you know, quick as a whip. Their brain hasn't deteriorated much. Like, they're they're good. But their body isn't, hasn't kept up with them. That's, like, that's one of the biggest things. Because if they're, if that can make someone who's 90 years old feel fucking useless and i and i gosh that's my biggest fear like i don't fear death so much that's not true i do but i also fear like i I, I fear premature death 
But actually not even, because I want to see what the fuck this whole plan is about to do for the next... For as long as I possibly can. There's buses and shit passing. Nothing was passing, by the way, while I was watching my movie. Nothing. Silence. Like, all I can hear in the movie is just... is like the streets cleared for me. Or something. And now I'm fucking talking to you and just buses and... I see flashing lights in the distance. There's a police car or something. That shit comes down fucking blasting police sirens and whatever. That'd be annoying, but... Yeah, anyway. Peanut Peanut Butter Falcon, 10 out of 10 movie. Truman Show, 10 out of 10 movie, and also possibly one of my favorite movies. You know? Jim Carrey is awesome, too. Jim Carrey is so fucking good. But here's the thing. You know what's weird? I would say Shia LaBeouf has more of a stage presence than Jim Carrey does. I don't know how much sense that makes. I mean, that's stage. It's not, it's not theater. I'm watching films. Um, he has a lot more of a screen presence than Jim Carrey does, in my personal opinion. I don't know why that is. Maybe it's because Shia... But I can't even say it's because Shia LaBeouf's personality comes across so... Or his style, his... Like, his mannerisms, all that. You know something that I caught that he does? He does the same thing John Bernthal does. That little head rub that John Bernthal, the Punisher... Uh, what else is he in? Fucking uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Um, um, what else is he in? He's in a bunch of other stuff. But John Bernthal, or, uh, Walking Dead, of course. When he rubs his head, like that that little tick that he does in basically every role, you see it in literally everything. I can't think of anything that I've seen John Bernthal in where he doesn't rub his head in the way that he does in every other thing. He has, that's a weird tick he has. In this, John Bernthal plays uh, Shia LaBeouf's older brother. Um, and and Shia LaBeouf, he does the head rub thing. And I feel like I noticed that once in, is it in American Honey, I think? Where he does it a couple times in the same exact way, like that weird little tick. But then again, I mean, Shia LaBeouf has all his other all of his other trademarks, like the the repetitive, like, screaming or, or pleading, like the no, 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 or like this, that kind of thing. When something's about to blow up or when he fucking can't get something to work, like that whole thing. Uh, I don't know. I he, For some reason, for me, he has more of a stage presence than even Jim Carrey, even though Jim Carrey is wild and moves gigantically. And maybe it's just because the Truman Show isn't like a movie that has a lot of big, wild movements like, like say, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, or The Mask or anything, because, I mean, in those, he's fucking wild. So I guess I can't say that. I need to re... I mean, yeah, I guess I can't say that. But also, I mean, the two of them, they do totally different genres. There's comedy versus versus drama that... Shia LaBeouf does and Shia LaBeouf I think I think as a dramatic actor he has way more stage presence than any other dramatic actor I can really think of like I mean even in other even other dramatic actors like they have some level of, of screen presence I keep saying stage screen presence and they are like how do I put it they have that, but it's a dramatic role, so it has to be somber and like even whatever not somber, but it has to be in a way dialed in. But like even the even the dramatic actors who aren't so much dialed in, who can I think of? 
who can I think of? No, Robert Downey Jr. has like a cool, calm, collected style to him. Uh, uh, fucking, what's his name? Wolverine, Logan. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. Hugh Jackman. He has like a, well, he does like action movies sometimes. I don't know. Who are some who are some dramatic actors? Why can't no one like it's like when you need to think of something, no one comes to mind. Like okay, no one in the morning show. Actually, that's not true. Bill Crudup in morning show has such a presence to him. Every time he's on screen, he's on screen. I light up. I'm like, yes, we're gonna get something fun with him. But also, he's not even in it like that much. He's main cast, but he's like fucking fifth or sixth person. Uh, in terms of screen time, maybe, you know, like it's not, he's not number one, but when he's there, it's just great. Like, oh man. And everything he's in, he, I think he's great, but maybe because I'm super attracted to him. He's a gorgeous chiseled dude. Like, like his face. Awesome. Fuck. Um, everything. But then you put him up against, up against Reese Witherspoon and and uh, names names can't come to me. The hell is my problem? And Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. You put them up against them, and Steve Carell is a comedic actor. Well, they're all mostly comedic and rom coms and stuff. But in the morning show, it's like this dramatic, and all of them they have some kind of presence and screen. Like when they're on screen, it's like yes, I want to see them do something here because they're about to do something great. But they don't have like that that gravitational pull that I think Shia LaBeouf has. But you know what else it could be with Shia LaBeouf? He's always the biggest thing in everything he's in. Like basically, like even in uh even in Fury, like he's not the biggest. He's not the biggest, but I think he stands out a lot. I don't know. I th- I, I I like Shia LaBeouf a lot. I really do. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Um, that's the title of this, isn't it? Uh, that's too long. I don't like doing long titles, except unless I do an hour talking about something. Like, I'm not going to talk about Shia LaBeouf for the fucking rest of this. Watch me do that exact thing starting now. No. Um, I, 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 I like both these movies. Truman Show is so fucking good. Truman Show is wild. I love, like, I knew the premise of it. I knew it was like, okay, some dude thinks he's uh, some dude doesn't realize he's being he, he's a star of a tv show like I, I knew that before i went into it i just haven't watched it like i knew nothing about it outside of that and the fact that it's jim carrey and jim carrey is also like moving up there like i think i need to take a day and just go through everything i haven't seen from some of the actors who i think may be my favorites because shia LaBeouf is already up there Everything I've seen him in is fucking incredible. Uh, just incredible. Uh, Jim Carrey, everything I, I've seen him in, I love, but I also haven't seen a lot of his stuff in a while. Like, I watched Ace Ventura. Eh, I can't speak. Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, a few... I don't gotta say the whole thing. Ace Ventura, you don't need to say the fucking... I, I watched it, what, maybe this time last year? And then what did I see before that? I watched Yes Man around the same time. I watched... Uh, Liar Liar I think around the same time I think I, I can't remember and The Mask I haven't seen in years and then Son of the Mask I remember sucked 
but I remember watching it on Cartoon Network when I was like maybe 10 or something. Uh, what else? I didn't see that in theaters. I, I, I hope that would be a waste of money, I'm sure. I heard it sucked. I don't remember if it sucked because I was 10, and when you're 10, everything's great. Except for Power Rangers, because I hated Power Rangers as a kid. Thought it was stupid. Which is wild. You know what's wild about Power Rangers and me, right? I always hated Power Rangers. I always, 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 always. My sister, for some reason, thinks, she claims that I didn't, that I loved Power Rangers. I'm like, no, I never liked Power Rangers. I hated Power Rangers. You know what I liked? I liked the opening of, of, Power Rangers, like the, uh, was it like Power Rangers SPD or something? I think that was, I think it was that they were like doing some stupid dance and it was like the music and it was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then the show started like, oh, this sucks. But I remember growing up like five, six, seven, eight years old, like I hated Power Rangers. I was like, this is stupid. These monsters was like shit. The, they, these explosions are so fake. What is it? A green screen? Why are they, why are they jumping like that? Well, this is dumb why why is it when they land they their legs spasm like they're jackhammers or something and they're trying to fucking drill through the ground why it, it, it looks stupid i always hated it the wild thing i, I always hated the costumes too because they look so plastic they look like cosplay like come on this is a tv show on tv make it look better like even even for like kids shows and shit make it look better like overall you're doing you're about to do this show for what five six seven years or in the can't name of power rangers i don't even know that shit still runs if they have new ones but like how long do the first power rangers run imagine the first power like uh mighty morphin power rangers ran for at least like 10 years or something, I'm sure. And then with all the spinoffs, what was it? Ninja Ninja Fury, and then SPD, and then Dino Fury, and then fucking... Or was it Ninja, Ninja Storm? Not Ninja Fury. It was Ninja Storm, and then it was Dino, Dino Fury, I think. And then it's SPD, and then it's like... Uh, some shit... Some, some other shit with like samurais and things. Or like samurai-type Power Rangers or something. But... It just looks so corny. It, lo- it looks so... 80s but worse you know and then make the suits better make the make the things look better like even in that power rangers movie that came out a few years ago that also sucked i didn't see it but i'm sure it sucked because it was power rangers anyway but i remember even in that the suits look like shit i'm like come on you have guys making ant-man suit in marvel look kind of badass you guys can't make a fucking power ranger suit look dope it it the blueprints are all there. You know what I actually did like? I like the Ninja Storm uh, suits a little bit. The Power, Power Ranger costumes. I was into those. And that's the only thing I ever liked of Ninja Storm. And that's the only thing I ever liked of Power Rangers, except for the intro to SPD, I think. As, uh, from what I remember. I remember. Was there some dude with dreads in SPD? I think he was the Red Ranger or the Yellow Ranger or something. One of them. I know uh, this is all, these are like the little snippets I remember from having to, like, when I'm watching some shit and then, and then I leave the room and then I come back and Power Rangers is on now. I'm like, fuck, great, now I gotta find something else. And you know what sucked? I remember this all the time. Whenever Power Rangers came on, nothing else good was on on any other channel. 
Like nothing was good. Like Power Rangers would come on and then I'd flip to other channels and it'd be like, uh, fucking, I don't know, King of the Hill started. <laughs> and as a kid, I hate, like, hated King of the Hill because I was so bored of it. It looked so so boring um, compared to, you know, everything else. Like I'd, I'd have watched Family Guy if I could have gotten away with it. But when Power Rangers came on, it's like they'd show too many reruns of like Spongebob that I've seen 50 million times at the, at the time or like episodes that, that were kind of bland. Which is not very many, to be honest. I can't think of an episode of Spongebob in the first few seasons that that wasn't good. In recent seasons, I can't think of an episode of Spongebob because I try not to watch them because they're so painful. Um, But I think... Yeah, Power Rangers. Anyway, back to the whole thing about me and Power Rangers. hated Power Rangers. Wild thing. My entire... My personal project, my passion project, the suits are ever so slightly, ever so slightly Power Rangers inspired. You know, it's like the, it's like motorcycle helmet type thing or like a, a bulletproof mask type thing uh, and, and bodysuit um, that's leather and Kevlar and that kind of, that kind of look like that's the gear that my characters wear after season one of my project. And it's always been that way in my head. They don't look so shitty. Like, they look good. They look like they were made... They, they, they look good. They make sense, you know? They look like goons you'd see in, in any really good action movie, like in uh, John Wick or whatever, like when they come up on motorbikes and they're wearing, like, the helmet and fucking everything. But the difference is, in my thing, the helmets are, like, a lot smaller and sleeker and they look better like the thing about the power rangers helmets is like they are not so gigantically bulbous at least not the recent ones that i remember like the old ones are fucking dumb like they're stupid but the newer ones are a little bit better like they're slimmer they're sleeker they look they look kind of cool ish ish i can't even say that i fucking hate the you know you know what else i hate i hate that the that that it's like I hated that they had the mouths on the Power Ranger suits, on the Power Ranger helmets. Like, what is the utility of that? Tell me, please. What the fuck is the point of that? It's not mo- their mouth's not moving. Their mouth, the mouth on the helmet's not moving. The fuck is the point of it? I don't get it. Anyway, that's the whole thing. So, Power Rangers, as much as I hate it, that probably did inspire a little slight bit of my passion projects. Uh, uh, uniforms later on but not even not not really because like like i said john wick or jason Bourne, like you see those goons on motorbikes with with like they're chasing uh the they're chasing the good guy and they're all like decked out in all black motorbikes black um they're fucking they have like katanas or something or they have like whatever they have uzis and shit and they're chasing them down streets of Tokyo or, or, or New York city or wherever the fuck they are. That whole thing is, that's probably what more inspired. What else, what else inspired that? I'm trying to think there's something else specifically that I, that's slipping my mind that inspired the look of, it was get ed. 
Get Ed on Jetix. Who remembers that shit? No one. No one remembers that shit. Who even thinks of Jetix? I fucking miss Jetix. The channel, by the way. If you have no idea what the fuck that is, it, it's a channel that, uh, a TV channel that ran until, until maybe 2000, 2007, 2008, maybe. And it had, what shows did it have? It had, uh, Get Ed, it had Shaolin Showdown, I think. For a while, it had Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go, which is another little inspiration of the early stages of my of my passion project back when I was in fourth, fifth grade. Um. Oh man, I'm missing some things. What else? But I remember Get Ed because that was like the first fully 3D animated TV series that I that I watched at all, and I tried to watch a bit more of it, but. Man, I can't even remember some of the some of the characters. I mean, obviously there, there's Ed, then there's Burn. He's the black dude with the with the uh, with like the one wheel motorcycle with like all the flames on him. And then there's uh, Loogie, I think, which inspired <laughs> the original design for for my protagonist's older brother, um, because he's like this weirdo with like a sock puppet hand like he's like this uh real he, he he was like the weird his name is fucking loogie you can imagine for a kid show especially you could imagine what the fuck he looked like um but he was like a super tall dude on rollerblades and then get get uh, ed he had the he had the flying bicycle not the flying bike he has a flying uh a flying skateboard or whatever the, fl- the flying board the hoverboard or whatever the fuck it was and there was like some kid, I don't remember if it was a boy or a girl, but he was on a scooter or she was on a scooter. And then there's one chick, um, she was older-ish, I think, and she had jet wings, like a jet pack. And I think the, the show was basically, it was like, it was a bunch of, uh, a bunch of kids or whatever. They like deliver packages in like some futuristic city. But like a lot of the packages are like what they have to keep it out of the wrong hands or whatever like they're delivering packages to people who is like a high uh, like a high danger courier service type thing you know like premium rush but futuristic and animated for children <laughs> or something um that whole I, that uh, and then uh, and they had like their den their den father kind of thing who ran the package who ran the the company or or the business or whatever? He was like this older stoner type dude, like a scientist but stoner type dude. And I remember he was the original idea, like he inspired the original idea for my protagonist's dad, Ronnie. I wonder if his name was Ronnie too. I don't remember where I got the name Ronnie from. I don't. I have no idea where I got the name Ronnie from for for my protagonist's dad. But I yeah. Anyway. I don't know where I got any of the fucking names for my project from. I know where I got the name Omar from. Omar James, he's a a friend of mine from St. Jerome. This third grade. Second and third grade. It's a long time ago. Um, 
this before I even fucking came up with the show, but I did I did name the character off of his name because I was like, oh, that's an interesting name. So, I think that's the only that's the only name I could think of that was directly inspired by anyone I know. But everything else just fucking Zatch, Jesse, uh, uh, Lily, Nato, Mike, Michael. Who else? Ronnie, Annie, Reggie, Blaze. Like, all the names are just fucking... I don't know where the hell I came up with them. I think Blaze came from... Well, Blaze makes no sense. Blaze is a character I have who has ice powers. Um, so it does make no sense. It makes sense. I, I made up a backstory for it after I came up with his name and his power set. Um, but, yeah. If you're in, if you're so interested, I, I know. I know you're, you're thinking, what what the... What did you come up with? How did you fucking figure that out? So Blaze, he's a character. I mean, they none of the characters are born with superpowers, so it's like, you know, they get their shit later on in the show in some tragic way. Uh, but um, or not tragic all the time, but whatever. Uh, the Blaze's name is Ryan McKellar, Ju- Ryan McKellar Jr. So I figured his dad would be also named Ryan. Also. They're McKellars, they're fucking of Irish descent, so redheads. So Blaze's older sister, Reggie, when Blaze was born, didn't want to call him Junior, so she came with the name Blaze. And I figure I'll have that inspired off of Blaze from Sonic, because I was playing Sonic Rush all the time when I came up with these characters. And in Sonic Rush, Blaze is one of the few, actually, there's only Sonic and Blaze you can play as. Blaze the Cat in Sonic. Those are the only two characters that you'll play. Actually, is Blaze the Cat in, in anything other than Sonic Rush? I haven't seen her in anything since that. Like, like she's not in Sonic Heroes, so, I mean, maybe she came... No, but Sonic Rush is older than Sonic Heroes, isn't it? It's gotta be. It's definitely gotta be. No, it can't be, because Sonic Rush came out on... on the DS and the DS came out in what? Oh six, oh seven, and Sonic Heroes was oh three, I think. Oh three or oh four. So whatever. What is Blaze in? She's not in the in the new show, like the, the show that was on Nickelodeon recently. The show is actually suppo- uh, supposedly really good. Like I watched snippets of it and and some of the commentary in it is hilarious. Like they're talking about fucking feminism and like, uh, and like, um, other like social issues, but they're making fun of some of these things, like some of the concepts of it. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I can't, I can't remember a specific thing. I remember there was one thing where Knuckles was like, well, I may be a meathead, but I'm not, a, but I'm also a feminist. Like I'm still a feminist. You know, it's raining cats and dogs, cats and dogs, dogs, what the fuck am I? It's raining cats and dogs outside earlier, um, like ridiculously. So this, I just saw a dump truck try to go past and it couldn't break. It was sliding. That's wild. Anyway, I think I'm gonna call it a night here. It's 2.44, I could knock out. 
But anyway, I had a good fun little uh, movie night. Oh, I may not be fired because I just got an email back to set up for a project on Friday. So, cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, I ended up not talking about The Truman Show at all, right? I should talk about The Truman Show a little bit. I don't know what to say about it. I love The Truman Show. I love it. I like it a lot. I'm going to watch Man on the Moon next because apparently, like, I, I didn't know what Man on the Moon was was actually about. I just knew that it had something to do. Like, I knew that they made a whole fucking documentary about the dude that it's based off of and Jim Carrey trying to play him and shit. And that's why I wanted to watch it. You know, maybe I should find that tonight and watch it. Yeah, no, I'm a knockout. But, um... It's the exact opposite. It's a dude who is a real is based on a real life person who thought he was being recorded all the time, and he thought his life was a TV show, but it's it wasn't. It's not because he was real. So I'll probably watch that sometime tomorrow or something. I don't know. I feel like I'm on a bit of a movie kick these days because I haven't watched movies in a while. So that's good. Maybe that'll get me back into like movie production like actually editing my projects and shit anyway that's that's it good night